0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero, all engine running, liftoff, we have a lift off. Hello and welcome to Truth Beer and Podsequences. So this is a podcast where my co host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week, and we get together at our podcast host today. No surprise <laughs> if you follow this podcast. We are at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you for hosting us, Higher Gravity Summit Park. And then what we do is we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, uh, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts. Uh, so far, so good. And, and we say that because, uh, by the way, not every recap is exactly accurate. True. Uh, so, um, it is our truth. It's our truth. And uh, so I... And Marco, I am a taproom manager here locally, also formerly a brewer and a bartender and all those things, and maybe currently a brewer bartender all those things. Um, But that other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia.
1: I am Julia. I am a drinker of all the craft beer in the Cincinnati area, and beer vent's over, so my identity is just gone. I have nothing else to... (laughs) No, No. I I also edit... The podcast, and uh, sometimes I'm able to clobble, co- clobble, cobble together yeah. uh, some fun little videos of the recap of beer event season, which I had a lot of fun or you, or putting you, together.
0: Or you might clobble things. I
1: might clobble things too. You never know. Or I'm sorry, you, you never, never know. know.
0: So that was um, awesome! Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so this podcast, as we record it, is only uh, a day after Christmas, yeah. and as it releases, is only. Uh, two days before New, New Year. Year. So, so happy uh, New Year's Eve to everyone. Happy New Year's Eve to everyone. And hopefully everyone had a great Christmas or, you know, whatever you celebrate. Uh, hopefully everything is uh, happy and bright in your holiday season.
1: Mm-hmm. I and
0: agree. Uh, that we would not be – and really no – no craft beer podcast would be a good craft beer podcast if you were not drinking beer. And it's here true. on this podcast, I want you to know we're not fake, we're not phony. No, uh, no not at all. We we really drink on this podcast, and yes. and it's for you, the listeners. That we, we do it that. So
1: you, well, I would say, so you don't have to, but we would like you to drink with us while uh while you're listening, as long as it is safe to do so. If it is, yeah. if you are in the car, do not. Do not, do not. If you are at work, do not. Unless you work in the brewery industry and and your management is okay with you having right. your shift if if a shift beer you're doing this, right place. However, for that. correct, correct. Which I will say, little disclaimer about that. All the opinions that we have, everything that we say about these these podcasts and everything, pretty much every word that we say during this episode are our own opinions. They are not the opinions of anyone else, of any company we may or may not be associated with, of any place we may or may not be recording at. Right.
0: So oh, if you get mad yeah. at something, so we
1: say, come at us.
0: Come at us, not it's Higher us. Gravity or, or any of the <laughs> places else. that we may or may not work at. <laughs> yes. Uh, so but we're drinking. But we are, we are drinking. actually drinking. Uh, Julia, let's... Uh, uh, cheers, Julia. Cheers. Uh, great Marco. to see yeah, you. Great, um, yeah, great holiday.
1: After, and, yeah. Yeah, just
0: after Christmas, um, I am... I'm going to go ahead and start, uh, since oh. you just took a sip. Yeah. Uh, I am having... Dinner from Maine Beer Company. Hell yes. On tap here at Higher Gravity Summit Park.
1: Yes. There may still be some at the Northside location, too, but no guarantees. If you're interested, it is draft only. You cannot take this to go with you because limited amounts. But damn, is this good. I, I, may, have had, I may have had multiple dinners before we started recording. Uh, you so had
0: several dinners.
1: I did. So that's why what I'm drinking right now, which I may have another dinner. I have, you know, seconds, Should second be. helpings before be. I, I head out, um, but I'm having West Sides Amber because it's a damn good beer. Oh, yeah. It is excellent.
0: Hell yeah, Julia. Uh, oh, sounds right. good. All right. So uh, did you listen to any Cincinnati-based craft beer podcast?
1: I, I listened to a few. During
0: the holiday week last week.
1: I did. I listened to a few. Let's see if, uh, I mean, our notes are always so insane. Usually they it match. It is amazing. but Usually let's Let's match. make sure. Let's, let's double go. check and see. I have Drinking with the Gnome, uh, the episode on Gluevine.
0: Yes. All right. Yes, I, I I listen to that for sure. All
1: right. We have Cincy Brewcast with the Hopperatives are back. Or so the which? the operatives.
0: The Hopcast. <laughs> and which podcast?
1: Uh, the Cincinnati Brewcast.
0: I did listen to that. Mm.
1: I just spilled a little bit of my beer. Uh, Sorry guys.
0: That's for your
1: uh, it is for my homies. Okay, it's for good. everyone that had to travel in the weather Friday and Saturday.
0: Oh. That's what I'm going to say. Well, I appreciate saying. that. Thank you. Yes,
1: I, uh, I, I was, so out, there. I was out there, too. Many yeah. others. Uh, also listen to... Uh, let's see, the Bruce Traveler Outcast podcast. Yeah, I did. Where they went down to Deadlow. Yep. And Craft Parenting Pod, where they covered episodes 23 and 24 of the Higher Gravity Beer event Calendar. Yep. I don't know if their last episode on, for the last day has come out yet. Um, if it has, my Podcatcher hasn't shown it yet, but they'll, there should be one more of those coming out. And then uh, Hustle and Brews, we finally got another episode of that, uh, talking with Whelan Lockhair.
0: Yeah, with Matt DeMaris, who's mm-hmm. a... Hustle, baby.
1: Excellent. Uh, do you want to start off with... Actually, you know what? I had an idea. Um, let's... Oh,
0: you do? I do. Do you have a button to indicate that you have an idea? No.
1: Oh, no, okay. because they don't happen frequently, frequently enough for me to have a button for it, oh, okay. but maybe, maybe in the future. Yeah. Let's start off... Like in
0: the year 2000? Yeah. <laughs>
1: In the year 2000. <laughs> Let's go I'm ahead so and...
0: That, that used to be like a thing. Like people it, used yes. to wonder what was going like to happen in the year 2000. And if
1: those people would look at us now, they would be so disappointed. Like, <laughs> we, we should have had flying cars, but not that I would trust anyone to drive a flying car right now. But... I feel like the the two thousands are would be very disappointing for anyone like in the past with these vast amazing ideas of what the future was gonna
0: hold. (laughs) It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be totally amazing. I think it'd be fun
1: I think it'd be fun to knock out
0: bigly in the future. All right, go ahead.
1: Never know. I think it'd be fun to knock out uh, the Gnomes podcast first and then the outcast podcast and round up with Hustle and Bruise and Craft Parenting Podcast because we'll go into this later on, but those are kind of more of mini recaps
0: yeah let's go let's so
1: i figure the ones that will take us the longest that we will tangent the most on let's get those out of the way first okay so i'm gonna go ahead and do it just so we can have another drink let's go dancing with the gnome
0: uh dancing with the gnome aka
1: drinking with the gnome
0: i didn't i did put that in the in the chat you did dancing with the gnome. you
1: did i saw that i laughed it was wonderful this was episode twenty, drinking Glühwein.
0: Glühwein. This
1: uh, was recorded down at uh, Chris Kendall Market on the Schmidlap Lawn outside of Moorline Logger House.
0: The Glühwein.
1: Yes. Which. So.
0: Go ahead. Uh, no. Do you have Do you have a, a, a something a sounder or do you have a a note or some some sort of?
1: Well, you know that I have notes because you have notes.
0: No. Yes, I yes. have notes.
1: This was an episode full of guests. Uh, yes. This was one where The Gnome has said on multiple episodes of Drinking With The Gnome about doing them down at Schmidlap, saying, hey, if you're in the area on a Thursday, just stop on by, say hi, have a drink, hang out.
0: Breathe on the outside of The Gnome breathe Dome. Breathe on the
1: outside of The Gnome Dome, you know, fog it all up, be all creepy. Yep. And this past Thursday, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. The weather's decent, you know, for December, for what it's been. I'm going to go down and harass The Gnome. And my, my sole intent was literally Heckling. to just... To just heckle to like be that creepy face pressed to you know the outside of the gnome dome mm-hmm. and you know maybe just you know say hi have you know a drink either before or after he recorded and that was going to be it But then he's like well hey you know there were a ton of people around ton of people talking he's like well here you know julia why don't you sit in first and then out of out of nowhere, all of a sudden there were like four other people that it's like, you need to be a guest on this episode and you need to be a guest. It was like Oprah, you be a guest and you be a guest and you right. be, everyone's a guest. So it was...
0: Had no idea I, that a superhuman being was going to be a guest.
1: Yes! Holy crap! It was the coolest thing in the world. Right. So the, the guest on this super, episode, There was yes. Julia
0: as a hu- superhuman mm. being and then there was... <laughs> a superhero. A, a superhero yes, yes. on the pod. Uh, yes, you had myself.
1: You had Thor, which we will talk about. Thor, Chef Nate, and Greg. So yeah. it was the the gnome dome was Craig. the gnome dome was pretty packed. I mean, it was something to wear when was the well, heater I,
0: keeping it warm.
1: I think it was more the people in there that were keeping okay, it warm, so more the, so than the heater.
0: The body heat.
1: The body heat. Yes. Yes. Because uh, when getting up there. Because during the setup. The body. It still wasn't. It was warmer than it was when I was there for the, the cocktail episode. It seemed like it was warmer than when you were there, even though you were both in short sleeves. So. Yeah. I don't know, but it was not chilly at all in that thing once everyone started. Filtering in
0: the heat is on.
1: <laughs> Here it's showtime. I remember the commercial. That's that's probably terrible. Uh, let's see. There is so th- this episode was about gluevine, which is a traditional. Well, I would say German, but n- you know, no one into the history of it. It's right. been around since Roman days. It is a warmed mold mine. mine beers,
0: it's wine. Beers. that incorporates yeah. glue.
1: Lots of glue and glitter because that's how you get the glow to, to yeah. as us Americans say, glow wine. So super cool talk about the history of it. It was the very first time I'd ever had it. It was amazing. Did you
0: get purple lips? Uh, I did not. Lips? I did
1: not, which means I didn't drink enough.
0: Purple lips.
1: Nice. Kind of do a little purple rain kind of yeah. tie in there. Uh, apparently, we talk, I asked if there were gluevine competitions, mm. and that started a bit of a conversation about how there is no such thing as an unbiased competition. Every competition has some sort of bias from the judges, especially when it comes to like a flavor or you know beverage, food, that type of thing. Right. So you just have to kind of sway the judges. And Nome actually talked about that a bit in last week's Cincy Brewcast episode with Andy McLeese, that the, pr- the point of a competition is to sway the judges – to like what you gave them mm-hmm. the best, so I asked, "Are there any actual gluevine competitions?" And not officially, though, we find out later from Thor that's right. that there are some. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Uh, again, you talked about what gluevine is, kind of the history behind it. You had me going, "Oh my God, that's this is really really good. I really like this." And then I got kicked out because there were more important people that needed to sit in the guest seat.
0: I found that it was amazing that Thor knew about Joe from Craft Parenting Pod. He's like, he's 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 like, Thor from Germany. He's like, is that Joe from the Joe, the Michael (laughs) Jackson of German dancing? It's the Joe. And he knew about Joe. And he's like, and his wife, Caroline, Caroline. And as he knew, it was crazy. It was crazy. Joe's
1: stardom knows no bounds. I mean, a random guy at the Chris Kindle Market.
0: And there was like, he's he's the Michael Jackson of German dancing. And we're like, we know that guy. Very large feet, tiny hands. Tiny hands. Wonderful person. Mm -hmm. Really great guy.
1: Super awesome. Uh, So speaking of Thor, what does Cincinnati's Chris Kindle Market, how authentic is it? What is it compared to the ones out in Germany, because Thor moved here about 30 years ago, I believe he said, but prior to that, it was, he kind of confirmed that, yeah, this is what we do when the weather gets cold, when it gets winter, right. we go to these markets. It's, it's expected. It's what you do, and you drink the Glühwein, and it's it's part of the experience, not necessarily just sitting around drinking. It's you're drinking it while you're walking around, while you're doing your Christmas shopping, and apparently what Cincinnati has is is pretty authentic.
0: Yeah, that's which thought was super super cool. That is super cool. And by the way, I don't understand. Like, I I do really like uh, the expansion. I'm not going to say proliferation, but I mm. do like the expansion of all of these uh, door districts. Yeah. Growing up, where I grew up, and in the the state, the city, the town, the 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 the, the parish mm-hmm. uh, that I did. Um, this is this is the way I this is the way I grew up where I mean you were pretty free to pretty much walk around and that, mm-hmm. that kind of thing and so you know with with the beverage um, why this isn't a thing other places I don't I don't really understand but I really I think love it's
1: starting to like people I, I are... really
0: love how it's starting to be that way and then with the with the markets and things mm-hmm. like that uh, the you know the that's starting to get around too because as mm-hmm. we talk about our Point five calendar episodes they they had uh, holiday markets at different mm-hmm. breweries mm-hmm. and all these things and is it really it's really cool how breweries are really trying to be ingratiated in the in the culture of the, of the town of the municipality but also try to really uh, bring around this sort of community and in mm-hmm. heritage type thing so right, that that right. was really
1: cool It was and, and I got a chance to talk to Thor a bit uh, after he well both before he was basically kind of pulled into a seat, like, we, we need to talk to you on this. And, you know, he was like, I, I guess, I sure, whatever. And then afterwards, such a cool guy. I am so honored to have, to have met him, to have had, you know, a few minutes just to, to talk to him about craft beer. He loves the Cincinnati craft beer scene. Everything was great. Was uh, cool. but, but listening in the episode, one of the questions that was asked, I'm not going to answer it because I want you guys to listen to this episode because it was fantastic. Does the United States get... The drinking experience, like it's not just about drinking. It's in Germany, it's it's an experience. Does the U.S. get that? And you get to hear what what Thor says about that, what he thinks about it, and tying back to Chris Kindle Market in Germany, everyone goes to the market at Christmas time. Right. It's not just something where it's a. I a, uh, a, a, I don't want to call it a fan, but it's not something where I think a lot of places in the U.S. it's kind of a, a gimmick or a little kitschy kind of thing. It's an actual part of their culture. And hopefully in the United States, it becomes more and more a part of normal Christmas culture for us yeah. as more and more places embrace the the Christmas markets.
0: Right. And, and so as many of us uh, grew up watching a Christmas story mm-hmm. and then... Now, more recently, the, the follow-up, A Christmas Story Story, um, you know, there were these gigantic shopping malls with these, uh, you know, wonderful uh, displays out in the window and all these things mm-hmm. that you, we used to grow up thinking, like, this was Christmas. This sure, is where you sure. shop. Uh, and in Germany and other places, you, you would go to these markets. You actually hailed that, that, you that's, know. That, that's, that, that's, that's where you shopped. And so I I think that's cool that we're uh, trying to bring that back, especially for uh, small business, which is really cool.
1: That was Thor, and then it was like, "Hey, we have plenty of other people here that we need to kind of get onto the podcast." So Chef Nate walked up to Chef, yeah, Chef Nate. And I'm sorry, but Chef Nate had the best line because Thor left his mug of, of glue vine on the That's table right. when he walked away. Absolute best line ever. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys because it was...
0: I'm not going to either. Listen to the episode. Go listen to the episode. It
1: was so great. Everyone in the gnome den was like, oh my God. you You just said the most perfect thing in the whole wide world. It was. It was great. Uh, Chef Nate uh, came on and talked about how he came. I, I would say came up with the recipe, but how no, it's how a, the process was to. Yeah. uh Good, Marco, you were.
0: No, well, I I, I also don't want to spoil mm-hmm. the the origin story of the glue wine. Right. Uh, but I do want to say that he talks about the origin story of the yes. glue wine.
1: Yes, and he did not. I will say. Or
0: glue vine.
1: I will say that he did not. This was not a recipe for the Chris Kindle Markets glue vine that he came up with on his own. It came from an incredible resource. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely don't want to spoil it. Not going to spoil it. it. so. Go listen. The episode's not that long. We're probably going to talk about the episode longer than the actual episode itself. We're going so to t- we're gonna we're try not to. But we're probably will. But uh, he definitely talked. A lot about how they made it, how you know, the the size of the batches that they're making it in to ensure excuse me, the size of the batches they're making it in to ensure that every batch that they make and get out to the the shack where it's being sold at on the Schmidlap lawn is as kinda hot and fresh mm-hmm. in that they're not over making batches to where the spices aren't going to taste the same. It's not going to taste the same. It's absolutely phenomenal. So right. it was really cool to get to talk to, to Chef Nate about that and to hear him talk in depth with it to the Gnome on this episode. And then
0: you got to talk to the Greg Greg Hartman, yeah, the yeah, Cincinnati Greg. Beer Baron.
1: It is true. It's true. He jumped on, and one of the first questions that Gnome asked was, why Chris Kindle Market? Why do one of these? Why put on this type of... I feel about calling it an event because it's so much more than that. Once you get down there and see it, it is not just an event. Uh, But I I guess the term is the easiest one that fits. But they talked about why do a Chris Kendall market? Why put on an event like this? And when you hear about the money that Greg put into this event to make it happen the way that it's happening, which is wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's great. He He is improving the local economy with it. He is helping create jobs with this.
0: Also, extremely flattered about how just glowingly he talked about Truth Bear Pod, about how he knew instantly who you were. He was excited to meet you, (laughs) which was really cool. I mean, to me, one of the coolest things about having this podcast Uh. is you know, giving other people voices in Cincinnati craft beer. And so you getting recognized out and about, it just it, it brings me joy. And for Greg Hartman, the Cincinnati beer baron, to even have the, a, a speck of thought about our podcast and to, to know who you were and want to come up and, and, you know, give show lines to you and that sort of thing. is like that that's just amazing. And, and it's something really positive. That we can, we're gonna, you know, just take on and then and, and latch to and, and move forward with. I mean, that, that was super, super awesome. So, I mean, thank you, Greg.
1: And Greg, if you want to sponsor Truth Beer Pod, you know how to reach us at truthbeerpod everywhere Pod everywhere, dot yeah. uh, <laughs> But no, Greg came on. He was uh, the last guest on this particular episode. Uh, you know, we already said that he, that the first question and the biggest part of the discussion was why Chris Kindle market, how to do it right, how to do it the way that it needs to be done. And you also learn in this episode, and this will be the last note that I have, what is an F.O.G.?
0: Ah, the F.O.G. Yes, the F.O.G.
1: So that is a term that I was not aware of until right. that night. So uh, if you listen to this episode, you'll be in the know. Yep, because if you know, you know. If you, if you, know, you don't, you know. you'll just be confused and say, "I don't know." Fog, right? Which may or might may or may not be accurate. Right, <laughs> all things considered. Um, that's all that I had for. W- I'm it- going to do it. Dancing with the Gnome.
0: Dancing with the Gnome. Awesome. Gluevine. The Gluevine. S- such
1: a fun episode. I was so grateful to not only just be a part of being on the episode, but just being in that gnome dome with everyone else and, and just the absolutely amazing stories and creativity and just wonderful people that I got to be present with uh, during that episode. I was
0: just beaming happy for you. Uh, I just really was. So it was... What what an experience and and um. Glad. I
1: certainly wasn't intending to be part of, but man, it was. Oh, I'm cool. just happy about that. It was that. cool.
0: Uh, it, it's really cool how some things play out like that. I so, Uh That's awesome. Um, cheers, uh, dancing with the gnome.
1: Yeah, cheers, to dancing with the gnome. Uh, do you need? You're almost done with dinner. Do you need dessert before we get into? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna need something else. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Let's, Let's check take... on. Uh, I'm gonna go check on my son. Sounds Vincent. good.
1: I'm uh, gonna. I'm gonna. He's take... right.
0: He's, he's right there. I'm, I'm just, watching. I got him. the. You got so the pillar. Where I'm sitting, you I have the pillar, pillar and the t shirts <laughs> to where I can't see him. If I was sitting where Julia was, <laughs> it would be
1: no problem. I could
0: see him and Marco understand what's going on i Marco doesn't want to sit where I sit.
1: There's something that he just doesn't like about my chair.
0: Well, it's an OCD sort of thing. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's a, so my back's to the wall.
1: It's true. To the windows.
0: Anyway, it's a thing. I'm just, I, <laughs> I have fine. things. I have things. I have sit, uh, problems, situations. It's fine. You uh, you go
1: you go check on Vincent get another beer I'm gonna take a break around the corner once you're done with that yeah and then we will go ahead and take care of the rest of these podcasts let's
0: go we're gonna rip it
1: sounds good all right so what are we, we gonna do next uh well what are, what are you drinking you have something I
0: new? am drinking Little Kings uh, cream ale um, cheers Julia
1: cheers Marco I'm still I, drinking I think my third Amber. week in row maybe yeah yeah, yeah. at least second but no you're right I do think we had. We did have I'm Little here Kings. for it. Yeah, it's, I am it's here awesome. for
0: Little King If not
1: on the show, either during our pre- or post-production meeting. I believe this is week three that you've had it.
0: Yeah. I'm here for it.
1: I'm still drinking my amber because I drink it slow.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Even That's not a, by myself. Yeah, I, I, like, George, like I said, George you, you are see,
0: good, you you know. see
1: my, my skills are, are tanking. Right I drink now.
0: it slow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody I, here. I had the
1: first line; the rest of it just nothing. All right, let's move on because I have to be up super early tomorrow. Yeah,
0: we need to. So, let's move get through on.
1: these. On, uh, let's see, season eight, episode thirty-one of, of the Cincinnati Brewcast Cheers. Because we gotta finish these beers. The Hopperatives return.
0: Hopperader. Uh,
1: hopper. The hop hop. The Hopperatives return Operatives. Returns. Could be tricky to say if uh,
0: it, if you're trying to
1: rush it or if you've had beers. Yeah. They are relaunching January the 1st, and I am very excited about that. And the they that I'm talking about is, well, that we're talking about, uh-huh. I'm not excluding you in any way, shape, or form from this, Tom and Carla Streeter, yeah, who are not only, were they some of the very first Cincinnati beer bloggers, like in that very first kind of...
0: I don't know. Maybe era uh, back possibly. in two
1: thousand nine when they started. Possibly uh, they're also judges for the U.S. Open mm-hmm. and or the U.S. Uh, yeah, the U.S. Open and the U.S. Homebrew Open uh-huh. uh, beer competitions, yep. which is freaking amazing. They ninja recorded at Wooden Cask. They kind of just showed up and said, "Yeah, we're doing a thing," and right there you go. And it turned out freaking awesome. Wasn't loud at all. No, they were concerned about that. No, wasn't. wasn't uh, no had no idea there was any background noise happening at all. Just like here at higher gravity summit park. I mean, it's, it's practically dead in here. As you can tell by the lack of background noise (laughs) that we are experiencing
0: on a Monday, on a Monday, the,
1: the, the the day after people are like, I am so sick of family and all that. I need beer. I am going to higher gravity and it's great. I absolutely love this.
0: Um, I, I, I know them. That's awesome. I know. I know. Um, uh, Carla and Tom. That is freaking uh, awesome. I have known them for several years. I mean, acquaintances. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the in the beer business, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. Um, very happy to hear uh, Hopperdives is coming back. Uh, they have a, a collective of uh, different uh, writers that they are going to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, several of which who have been... Uh, published. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, they yeah.
0: they just they have they have a, a fondness and in a and a, um, a passion for uh, uh, drinking. Craft beer. Let, yeah, it's yeah. better drinking. Let's yes. call it that way. Yes. Uh, so uh, they they don't really say it's it's uh, about craft beer. It's about better drinking. Yes. And um, her, uh, to to people in the beer business, they know Carla and her husband. Um, because of operatives maybe or because of the work that uh, Carla had done at uh, Cincinnati State uh, as helping to get founded and then um, teach some of the classes for the uh, Brewing Sciences program Mm -hmm. for Cincinnati State uh, as well as... um, Can I just
1: say, and hopefully this people understand why I'm saying this, I love that the start of that program, or the, the building up of the first stages of that program, a woman was involved, because women have been involved. I mean, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour touched on this a lot. Women are often a part, a huge part of the brewery scene, but a lot of times it's behind the scenes. They're not the people that are the faces of these different programs. These different. Right. You know, these different, uh, you know, openings, what have you, they're not the most public side of what's happening. So to know that and to hear that just is absolutely awesome that she was kind of immediately from Cincinnati State given the credit that she deserves to be given the opportunity even to help set that program up. And, yes. that's, and that's completely no, outside ab- of the episode. We no, don't that, talk about that at all. That's but a, but this is our this, yeah. is our this is our conversation, and, yeah. and
0: and it's 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 absolutely important, and and I'm 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 glad for that as well. I'm very mm. happy about it. Um, in the interest of time, yes, uh, yes. because uh, by the way, the, as we're recording this, the day after Christmas, and as this posts you know, a couple right before days New before New Year's, yeah. uh, we had some friends stop by, oh, and yeah, we, we decided to um, not push the record button. And we hung out with some friends. And uh, so we're under a little bit of a time crunch mm-hmm. also because Higher Gravity on this day closes an hour earlier than usual. Well, and according
1: to the door, not according to the website. So true. a little bit of True, but you thing.
0: also you have a major project going on at work that you are going to get in early for tomorrow correct usually wouldn't be a thing because we record on tuesdays but not monday and today we're here on a monday yeah uh so um we want to rip through all these and still give them their due diligence yes. we're not going to pencil whip it but on the same hand but we're going to try uh, not to go
1: down as many rabbit holes as we normally do.
0: exactly so thank
1: god we don't have I, and i can't believe i'm saying this but thank god we don't have a shift beers episode to cover this week or we'd be in trouble
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think it's only because somebody didn't edit one. Uh, I do know firsthand. <laughs> I do know firsthand there was one recorded last.
1: Gotcha, week. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, All I right, let's it. get I back to Cincy you, but, Yes, uh,
0: but uh, hopperatives, I guess, um, as they started, they had a lot of different uh, components to hopperatives, where there was a, a weekly thing that they would this talk week about in beer with this weekend beer releases, and, and events yeah. and releases and things. Um, that seems like a, a gargantuan task, uh, coming well, from now, a podcast that puts out a calendar episode and clearly <laughs> misses like a lot. probably half the stuff that is going on in Cincinnati craft beer.
1: Well, the problem with that is okay. So my and it's and, and not our,
0: us; it's you. It's you. I just want you out to there all, to know. To
1: all you breweries out there, I try to have my list of the calendar events happening done by Sunday. Sunday sometimes Monday if I Sunday, see something. Sunday, Sunday. If I see something hit Monday, I'll add it to the list. 9 times out of 10, my list is done and printed out for Marco and I Monday evening. That way when I'm at work, I don't have to try to like Facebook while I'm at work. Tuesday we record, it's all done. A lot of breweries don't release their weekly calendar stuff until like Monday afternoon, Monday evening, or they post about an event the day or two before. Some breweries are awesome about getting things out. Hey, we're having an event in two weeks. We're going to post about it two weeks early. Other breweries, they don't post about that event until two days before. So we do our best. So what cooperatives have done in the past to try to cover these events that are happening, my... Undue respect to you for, for taking that on. And they even said that when they started in 2009, there were really only four breweries and one brew pub open. So, and even that, they found, was a little challenging at times because of the amount of events, or releases, things going on between those. And as the Cincinnati craft beer scene kept growing and growing, they're like, how in the world do we try to continue to fit in all of these things that we were able to do? At the start of this journey
0: and just like i was very flattered and honored that that greg had so many gracious things to say about the podcast uh greg hartman the beer huge bearer, fan, huge fan. Uh, and also about you um <laughs> i am flattered uh, that a uh, part of hopper coming back and and doing this is because of the gargantuan tasks that we take on every week with our point fives and try sure, to talk about everything sure. that we talk about uh, I just want to say, love right back at you. As, you know, it it's, like there needs it's, to be a collaboration it's, between it's, us. It's it's just flattering to know that uh, a platform as big as yours, um, you know, it, it just kindle the rekindle the spirit uh, to come back and to do this because you're like, if these putzes can do this, then so can <laughs> we. Um, and I say that uh, gracefully because I'm the only putz here. Julie no, is no, not. no, no, no. Julie's not. But um, have you
1: heard me speak lately? I don't know about that,
0: but anyway, <laughs> it, it was such a it was such an honor uh, to have that, and so thank you. Uh, but they have uh, definitely uh, not just a, a a platform and a, a plethora. Uh, do you know what a plethora is, a plethora. Julia?
1: A a lot, a bunch of, a a multitude of. Close enough.
0: See. Si. si, Julia. Si. You know what it. Oui, we oui. You know what a plethora is. I try. I try. Um, so. I, they have a multitude of, of people working with them to be able to put together what is going to be a sort of a magazine type weekly. Uh, that
1: right. That that, that encompasses. Post? right, and and that encompasses just drinking in general. Here, it is not just about beer anymore. I mean, they're going to be talking about spirits, wine, low, and non-alcoholic beverages. Um, And mostly, you know, non-alcoholic, low-carb, you know, wines, beers are going to stay on that side of of the spectrum there. You know, cider, seltzers, hard soda. I mean, you name the beverage that people are drinking in breweries, bars, tap rooms. They're going to be covering it. And that is so huge and so crazy to me. Huge. It's huge. I cannot wait. Um, One of the other cool things that they talked about. Because, again, I, I, don't, I hate to feel like we're rushing through talking about Cincy Brewcast, but, again, we are on a bit of a time crunch uh, tonight. I love that they said, and this is something that we, we all know, we just don't like to acknowledge, I feel like, negativity is much louder than positivity.
0: Yeah, so there's definitely uh, something to that. I mean, there can be, you know, 20, 30 interactions about a positive thing on something. And then uh, a one negative thing uh, spirals into you know three, four, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, right. you know, different interactions. Or, or
1: a more recent and relative example, there could be twenty-five amazing beers in a box. You have one beer that someone or a couple people go, I don't, I don't agree with this beer for whatever reason, and boom, the whole box is crap, and it's. It's yeah, not, it's, you know?
0: it's not, it's not, and, um...
1: And everyone's entitled to their own opinion. If you don't like the style, if you don't like the whatever, that's fine. Yes. That perfectly fine.
0: Perfectly fine. But, but that's the... But
1: don't tear down That's that the entire, thing that
0: sort of got got lashed to and uh, lashed onto yeah. and run with. Don't and then, tear
1: down the entire building because you don't like one door.
0: Yeah, you know? um, yeah, they're entitled to their opinion. Uh, they're wrong, but they're entitled to their opinion. Um, so, Speaking I mean,
1: of, another thing that that, uh, that Tom said right after that or during that conversation is that they're big on enjoy what you want to enjoy, which is the same thing. If you're not and, enjoying something, you don't have to and also, partake in it. And
0: also, they don't, uh, they don't rank. No. Or they don't, they don't say they don't, something's the best. The best.
1: Or, or this is the our best. favorite. Or the, right. right. they don't say that it's their favorite. You can probably tell because no matter what you try to do, sometimes your bias one way or another does shine through every now and then. I'm sure by now you guys know that higher gravity just is the worst. And we're just here because, I don't know, the selection's good. Outside of that, who knows? Yeah. But... We try not to let that bias come through our podcast.
0: Exactly. You know, (laughs) we're not going to be Jason. I'm sorry. We're not going to be tainted by the, you know, proverbial man, so to speak.
1: Speaking of man, it was that part of the conversation that led into the sponsor for this week's episode of Ah, Cincy Brewcast. Ah, the
0: sponsor. Manscaped.com.
1: Promo code no. Promo code no. at Manscaped.com. The Jingle Balls. Oh my god. Yeah. The the continued repeating of that phrase over and over. My head was in my hands. I had tears in my eyes from just laughing at the absurdity and the and and also the accuracy of, of everything that gnome that was hilarious. saying. Oh so much manscaped.
0: I know. Even uh, in the winter months. Yeah. Gotta gotta You gotta
1: stay fresh. They're, any, we're we're going to start a whole commercial, should, and, just, and they're not sponsoring us, so I am not on. going to talk about how much I actually enjoy their products. Uh, let's see. What else was there? Um, there was conversation about the amount of, of bloggers for the Cincinnati drinking scene, and I agree there need to be more, more bloggers, podcasters, videographers, YouTubers, that cover things in Cincinnati because there are so many niches, niches, however you like to say that word, that could be covered. There could be an entire blog, an entire podcast, an entire you know, social media platform just based off of brewery events, just based off of beer releases, that type of thing. And I agree with that. And this part of the conversation, kind of the second part that started after the Manscaped ad, I thought, like, I, I related to so incredibly closely because they're like, find your niche. There is going to be a subset of the Cincinnati craft beer or the Cincinnati drinking world that your one segment, maybe you want to focus on sours. And there is a whole community that is available to you if you want to blog about it or if you want to do any type of of social media or or... Whatever kind of interaction with that, and I think they're one hundred percent right. I mean, look at us—we talk about other Cincinnati beer podcasts, and somehow people like <laughs> people yeah. like that. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and I I welcome all of it. Uh, come one, come all. Let Let's do it. Let, yeah, let's have yeah, a, Let's have absolutely. a great time. The more of the more of us that are, are that are out there that are shouting about how great what uh what this city has to offer from a craft beer uh drinking perspective i, I think can only help and so sure. let's uh let's let's make the voices louder uh let's you know let let's let's get out there and um you know shout it from the rooftops whatever make whatever the cincinnati
1: we drinking scene even bigger than it already is Let let's make sure that people hear about us in every corner of the world, which people It'd be already be crazy are, you
0: know? in, a, in a few years from now, I mean, with anybody who comes on board or, you know, if it's just us the, in the community that, that we know, we talk about, be totally great if, mm-hmm. you know, as the, the, the nation tries to understand what we have to offer as a, a craft beer scene, if just all of us start um, – our voices just start uh, building yes. a, uh, a following uh, to talk about what we have going on here. That'd that that that'd, that'd be really great.
1: I agree. I agree 100%. And I am super excited for, I, I don't want to just call it a blog because it feels like it's going to be so much more than that. It's going to be a resource where it's kind of a yeah. one-stop shop. Not that thenarlingnome.com isn't already, but... This is a, this is going to be another place you can go to that might fill in some of the gaps that Gnome just doesn't the, have time to to focus on. But you use a, else. a
0: great word resource. It's yeah. like we went to the we went to the NOME, we went to other people as a resource to to start a podcast. They are resources to be in the craft beer community.
1: Absolutely, yes. If you want to know where to from, go for this or for that, yeah.
0: From. Uh, uh, shade tree legal perspective from a, uh, you know, from just many different aspects, because of how much they've put in in the community and the jobs they've done and what they know and what they taught, mm-hmm. uh, and and the, and the information they have, they are an enormous resource. Well, oh, so for sure. To have to have them back on a regularly. Uh, anticipated um, platform mm-hmm. it's fantastic it, it's it's Agreed. gonna it's gonna help all of this advance so much more
1: I, I agree 100% I can't wait they have a countdown timer on their website hopperatives.com Operator. Hopperatives,
0: hopper hopper,
1: hopperators
0: and I mean, which you know. Julia helped <laughs> me find uh, yes. on my phone yes um, so. it's,
1: it's amazing what missing one letter can do to your Google search results
0: I still um, it's crazy um, You got
1: it. We found it for you. (laughs) Was there anything else that you had on this episode of, you ready to pick up uh, your bottle of Little Kings? You only have like one sip left in it. So I'm glad that we caught this when I did. The Cincinnati Brewcast.
0: Nope. That's it on my notes.
1: Alright. Well, I am, believe it or not, almost done with my amber. So I am going to get my last beer of the night and I am getting the Guinness Non-Alcoholic beer, because that oh, was really good. good. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, we're back, and we have, I'll just say, two full podcasts-ish to cover, because okay. we're going to do out Bruce Trickler Outcast podcast, and then we're going to do mini recaps of Hustle and Brews and Craft Parenting podcasts, and we'll explain yeah. why when we get to them. But Marco, what is in your glass? I have Roth House
0: Pills. Hell Julia. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. What do you have?
1: I have Guinness's non-alcoholic, uh,
0: non-alcoholic, I don't know how to say it. Guinness non-alcoholic.
1: But it's good, and it's going to make sure that, uh, that I am not hurting tomorrow at Cheers. 3.30 in the morning when I wake up. Cheers. Mm. Brews Traveler, Outcast Podcast, Episode 21, Brewing. Uh uh-huh. Brewing. This is cool. They haven't had an episode in a while, and I was super happy to see this one hit. It hit the Facebook feed before it hit my podcatcher. It was Quick Trip, the Cincy Brews Traveler, and Kyle from Deadlow Brewing, who yep. was on this episode. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Deadlow, they kind of were had differing opinions on, is this a medium-sized brewery? Is it a large-sized brewery? Are you going by production numbers? Are you going by the taproom space numbers? Are you going by the overall space that they have for the brewery inside, outside parking, all of that? Definitely listen to the episode to figure out what size brewery is dead low.
0: And to decide for yourself how you're going to determine that for (laughs) yourself. Yes. Like, I I have my way I I would determine it, but it may not be your way. It
1: was like an episode of Sonder Stories. How many qualifiers do you need to make a medium brewery, to make, you know, a, a large brewery? Right. And this was an episode where they kind of went into that a little more in depth than they have on other episodes talking about other breweries, which was kind of fun. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? They Have, have you been down to Deadlow yet? No. Okay. They talked about the restaurant, which the food is amazing. Josh and I went. Um, didn't drink as much there as we wanted to because it was starting to get later in the day, and we were already kind of, kind of done. That was the day that we hit up uh, Alexandria Brewing as well. Went down to Deadlow. Had an absolutely fantastic time. The beers that we had were super, super good. The food is absolutely amazing. It is a full restaurant space, not okay. just a brewery space. So the quality that you get from from there is, it's wonderful. I know that in the past when they first opened, whenever any brewery first opens, it's always a little iffy just because people getting used to new equipment, that type of thing. And then it sounded like things went up and then they kind of went down and now they're back on that upswing. Hopefully all the pieces are falling into place now, and Deadlow is going to be absolutely everything that it was when, when my Josh and I went and when Quick Trip and the Bruce Travelers showed up, which sounds like an absolutely amazing time all around. They talked about their typical what's within a five-mile radius. Yep. Which for this episode, they didn't cover just breweries, but different events and event spaces and different entertainment opportunities right. within five miles, because this is almost central to a lot of major, uh, major Cincinnati area event spaces.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like Riverbend, River. Bend, uh, River no, I almost said Riverfront Coliseum. River Bend, River Downs. You have, I mean, again, within five miles, you have downtown Cincinnati. So within that five-mile radius, they like to say, you have the banks and everything on the banks. Right. As far as breweries are concerned, within five miles, Darkness Brewing. Darkness. Uh, you have you have Paradise, you have Braxton, you have Streetside. And they talked about how that river is kind of a mindfuck as far as where things are in relation that throws people off. Like we were talking to a couple people what? earlier today. So they
0: said yeah. Paradise? Mm-hmm. Which Paradise location? I would
1: assume Anderson. Because if you think about it, if you go right across 275, across the bridge, you're right there in Anderson. Like Anderson is just... Really? Just down, yeah. yeah. I don't know
0: why I keep thinking Paradise
1: Because they had the Williamsburg location, but then they have the one that's I don't in know Anderson. why I keep
0: thinking Paradise is like Eastgate.
1: I mean, it's, it's out like that way, but again, the way where it's located and it's because to get to a lot of these places, you, the easiest way is to cross the river into Kentucky and then go back into Ohio. It makes it seem like it's that much farther away. Yeah. I don't, don't give me those eyes. Don't get, don't give me that no, no, look.
0: No, no I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think this is uh, part of, Yeah. It's re- I, this it's is really part cool, of what's, yeah. what's relevant and like the, our, our discussion back and forth is part of what's. Probably going to be intriguing to those listeners who go listen to the podcast. Right, who say, you're you're having that wait a same like paradise. Really, East what skate, are you sure? Eastgate yeah. Jungle Gyms Like, how is like how is all this close to now? Deadlow.
1: Now, I will say that what they do for their five mile radius isn't necessarily. It's it's like a five mile radius. But I think that's a circle around there. Now, when you're driving from Deadlo to, say, Paradise, it might be more than five miles just because there is no, like, as we say, as the crow flies, there is no just straight path from one to the other. So that five miles might be a 20-minute drive as opposed to a five-minute drive just because you can't go directly from point A to point B. Because it's mapped five miles, not necessarily...
0: Uh, direct route five miles.
1: But it's still close enough. Like a five mile radius is still close enough to make, to hit a couple of those places. Sure, within it is. That yeah, right. I mean, and that's their when, point. When we that's were, their point. When is. we were
0: recorded at, at BC's Montgomery, uh, it was close to my house. It would take me like 10 to 12 minutes to get there. Sure. Uh, but that's, and it was an easy drive because I would just go. You know, 71 to 275, mm-hmm. and then it was right off the exit. Right, right. You know, so it, it was an easy drive. Sure, sure. Uh, I could take Montgomery Road. It would take me 15 minutes. Um, but that's because it was right down Montgomery Road. I, w- I would hit stoplights, but mm-hmm. it was right off. But it's off, still within it was, that
1: small radius yeah, of it, right, it was right. right there. And that's what Outcast podcast does is, yes, they're not giving you the... That's why they say a five mile radius and not what's within a fifteen minute drive minute drive. Yeah. Right, it's, right. It's because five it is, mile radius. Sure. But but again, all of that stuff so close. I mean, I never would have thought that. I never would have thought Deadlow is within a five mile five mile radius of darkness. But when you but when I actually thought about it and kind of turned it around in my head and kind of did the Okay, let me pretend I'm in my car, and I'm going here, and I'm getting off this exit. Actually, yeah, that's not that far. Right. It's just not maybe the easiest, most straightforward path, which, and I I, I love that about their podcast. I do
0: love that as well, because if if you're going to go experience a place and you want to go experience other places, that is cool uh, to say, hey, we can go do that. And, by the way, we tried to do that when we were at uh, Beer, Booze, and Bonk's. And, uh, you know, Biscuits, Bobcats, and Boobies were like, yeah. let's go well, to this place. Well, None of us has ever been. And we're like, it's only, you know, three miles from here. And then my wife said, hey, all you drunk people, uh, the place <laughs> She's is closed. Like, no.
1: <laughs> well, I'm uh, like,
0: uh, you're well, right. Well,
1: it's kind of like when I said for Big Sis Day, too, like, hey, you know, while you're here on the West Side, like, after Big Sis we're within this radius of these places that you've never been. Let's go and you're like, oh, that's that close? And I'm like, yeah. Like Braxton, I mean, I think that from my house, that might be within a five mile radius or just slightly outside
0: I believe that but
1: because you have to like cross the river your mind is yeah and you're yeah. like wait a minute we're, we're already here and I'm like yeah you literally go down a hill across the river around a turn
0: which also made me brax- which also made me think <laughs> in my mind another reason I don't want I don't want to live on the west side because it's right there near downtown. Oh, I'm my goodness. too close to downtown, and I'm too close to across the river. Hey. I don't want to be a close, that close some to any people, of that. Some
1: people say we get fireworks every night. Other people say they're gunshots. It's all in how you look at it. I just... <laughs> just, just I don't know. Oh my, oh, my goodness. All right, let's go ahead and get back <laughs> and try to rein this in a bit. Um, after they talked about kind of the five-mile radius and, and some of the, like, pre, pre-brewery member interview that they like to do. Um, they talked to Kyle, who is one of the founders and owners of Deadloam. Uh, they're actually just starting to get into distribution with some of their styles. They don't have their own canning line yet, but they're working on on getting their beers into, into stores, into storefronts. Uh, they're starting at locations that are close to the brewery, so don't expect to see these at... Your local Kroger, my local yet. Kroger, your local Kroger, just because yet. I
0: am not near them.
1: True, um, I mean they're not at Delhi Liquor yet, and and they're not at, at Higher Gravity don't yet. Don't know where that is. It just Delhi Del, Del Del High Del High Liquor. Delhi High, It's yeah. It's, don't know. Del, it's yeah. It's fine. Once okay. let here. Once Verge opens, you and I will hit up Delhi Liquor, pick up some I don't know what tequila because that's our thing. All right. Canning. All right. Distribution of um, uh, contract the, canning. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: Just want to say that. We don't need to sit here. We don't need to linger on it. I feel it's like contract con- canning.
1: Contract canning, I feel like, is so much more acceptable than contract brewing, but that's, again, a whole other conversation Same for shit. a whole other day.
0: Contract canning. I just want to say, I know how that goes. That's an expensive proposition. Mm-hmm. And uh, good on you. I hope all that works out from a margin standpoint. Sure getting your beer in other people's hands uh, is always uh, a plus Mm -hmm. until it's too expensive to do so.
1: Sure, and hopefully they're keeping an eye on things and they will know when it... Hopefully it does not stop making sense or financial sense to do so, but hopefully they're keeping enough of an eye on it to where they know that. I think that's a good idea for them to stay in local stores. I think they said they are at party source. That may be the kind of farthest reaching... Place that they're in, um, the source of the party. But okay. again, they didn't mention other specific location or stores names. So if you're in maybe a one or two mile radius of Deadlow, take a look at at store shelves when you're at a bottle shop shelves, and okay. if you see something from Deadlow, pick it up. See how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after, after some of that talk, they went into the rapid-fire questions that they always ask, such right. as things. Things that are important, again, like we said, these are great episodes if you want to know about a brewery before you check them out. They go over how many parking spaces do you have. Do you have a space? Know. They don't know how many parking uh, spaces. And, they have. and that's don't a, and that's park an in the wrong lot. Correct. You will get towed. So listen to this episode before you go down to Deadlow because they clarify what signs to look for to say where to park, where not to park. Um, they go over in the rapid fires. You know how many taps you have. Do you have guest taps? Do You have things that are other than beer. Do you are you kid friendly? Pet friendly? All the things that you want to know before you go to a brewery. Right. This section covers, and they cover it incredibly well. Probably better than any other podcast out there that talks to local breweries. I think if, they do. If I'm perfectly I, that yeah, section. Yeah. That
0: section of the podcast is probably. Uh, From a Q and A standpoint, I mean one of the
1: most important.
0: One of the most important ones, for sure. Yeah, they Um, they do a good job with that.
1: Then they talked about, or or rather, Kyle talked about what Deadlow is—the meaning of the name of the brewery, which I didn't know. I knew it had something to do with the river because they are right on the river. Right on the river. Right on the river. House on the river. They're running a brewery down by the river. I, again, I knew it had a, a river tie-in. Didn't know what it was. He gave you an incredibly awesome explanation. They of tell it. You and what that it is, is on their website too. So. They tell
0: you what it is, and we're not going to yeah. tell you.
1: No, you got to listen to it. Uh, then that was kind. Then they took a break. They went ahead and let Kyle get back to doing Kyle things. And then they started talking about the beers that they drank and their MVBs. Their most yeah, valuable most beers. Yeah, most valuable beers. And this was interesting. Definitely listen because. They had something different happen on this episode than they've had happen on any other episode that they've done. They had a certain number of beers that they all agreed on Yeah. for the best beers that they had while they were recording, which was, that was pretty fun. Because they're like, holy cow, you picked that one too? No way. If you pick the next one, if you pick this, listen to find out how many of Deadlow's beers made both of their MVB lists yep. and hear about them describing the styles and how they would rate them on untapped. And I don't know. I, I had a good time when I visited. I definitely want to go back, spend some more time down there. And this episode really made me go. Yes, hmm. 100%. It's a place that that everyone should check out. You should. if you know, Hopefully more than once, but at least once, at least get down there. And do a whole lot of fun things while you're down there because... Yeah,
0: activities. Get a
1: beer or two before or after any number of amazing activities in the area. So that is the end of my notes. I'm assuming that's the end of your notes as well?
0: No, I just flipped my page over and it had the same thing.
1: Holy crap. All right. Uh, You good on your beer? No. No? Okay, do you want to take a break and get a refill, and then we'll run and through? We're going
0: to run through two podcasts, like, super fast. Super quick. fast, yes. Yeah. So do
1: you want to get a beer before we do that?
0: Yeah, Okay. I do.
1: All right, we'll, we'll be right
0: back. I'm, I'm checking my son, too. All
1: right, we'll be right back then.
0: Uh Julia, so we're back. Uh, it's a little strange. It is. Uh, like, we're here on a Monday instead of a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, their hours are a little bit different on Monday than Tuesday. We also got together with friends today. So our recap and so is schedule is a little more crunched like, like than normal. we're... Uh, Yes, and But we're
1: making it happen.
0: And my son Vincent's yeah, here with us, which yeah. I always love having Vincent here. He's doing but
1: a great job of producing this show.
0: Yeah, he's he is keeping he's doing us great. on so, target. It is awesome. Uh, but I did get a, a beer. I have Dell's Hop Slam. yeah. I have not
1: it, had it yet this year. It'll be I, j- I got a six pack to three count. Oh, they're still little in the can? Yeah. All right.
0: Hop slam, you know, I mean It's good. You know, good. for all you uh Beer nerds, nerds, beer aficionados out there. Uh, Hopslam's been available for a, a bit. A while, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I don't know if it's a, a new policy or something. Do you got a date there, Julia? Uh,
1: if this is the date, 11-4-22. So.
0: Okay, very good.
1: Not bad. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of other numbers, but that's the only one that looks like an actual date.
0: Okay, very good. So that's not, uh,
1: that's
0: not bad. So... Uh, I have not tasted it yet well you should uh, you
1: should well I mean I'm still drinking my Guinness non-alcoholic which it's good I really I really enjoy this I think this is the perfect beer for me to have as an end of the night beer Marco, I saw your expression as you took a sip of your hop slam
0: holy shit that's good <laughs> God damn that that is so good man it's a phenomenal beer it's, really, so, really so yeah. Yeah. it's so really good so good it's so really good. Let's get through these last two um, uh, recaps of the podcast, and then we will uh, cheers and get out of Higher Gravity's hair so they can uh, close up an hour earlier. Uh, Than we are <laughs> that
1: then we normally we, let then them then we
0: normally you know we we normally uh, shut it down all right so these, uh, so
1: these two podcasts as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode are going to be more mini kind of quicker recaps um, one of them is Craft parenting podcast and this is covering days 23 and 24 of the beer van calendar which again it, there there are fun episodes you should definitely listen to them but they the episode is all about talking a little bit about the the beer itself, the brewery the beer is from, and then they drink the beer and give their opinions on what they how they feel about it. Do they like it, do they not? So there's not a lot in this episode or, or in these beer vent episodes for us to recap because all we would be doing is repeating, this is the beer, this is where it's from, they talk about the history. Basically everything I just said would be every recap of these beer vent episodes. But they are super fun. It is really cool to see both Joe and Caroline Caroline. stepping out of their comfort zones to try these beers when they do fall into a category that they're not either familiar with or a fan of. We were talking in our pre-production meeting that it is so cool to see Joe, who definitely knows the styles that he likes. There are definitely lanes that he likes to stay in when it comes to beer, which is perfectly fine but he's been willing to try every single beer and every single oh, style sure. that came out of the calendar. And again, a lot of the styles where he's like, I'm really not a fan of this style, he tries the beer, and he's like, yeah, it's just really not my thing. But he's trying it. He's giving it an opportunity. Yes. And I love that so much about these episodes. So they talked in this one. For sure. Uh, this was days 23 and 24. Day 23 was the Festivus beer.
0: Ah, uh, the non-alcoholic beer,
1: which caused some some issues online. Some putts Why?
0: decided that <laughs>
1: there was more than one. There were a couple. Well, a people couple of putts that were unhappy with that it. that were
0: unhappy that there was a non-alcoholic beer on Festivus. Which they didn't get the link. The they joke. didn't get the yeah. joke. Yeah, and so they decided to to air their grievance. Exactly. On yes. the Air of Their Grievance Here's Day. <laughs>
1: Which I thought was great. So, and, you know, by the course, way, jokes
0: on you. Of, uh, stop my, being a putz. Yeah,
1: I mean, one of my questions was, I mean, would you rather it be, you know, a, a, a Bud Light or, or you know, a Smirnoff Ice? Yeah, and it's like, okay, come on. Just because really it out, just because a, alcohol? alcohol. Put a shot of, of, of vodka or tequila or rum or whatever ah, you
0: tequila want. Tequila would be awesome.
1: Spaghetti, you're not. Can we get th- <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do not oh, need then, a
1: spaghetti. Not need <gasps> spaghetti. Get your non-alcoholic beer. That that beer was from Untitled Arts, spaghetti. so it was still probably more expensive than most of the other beers in the calendar. It
0: is. It is probably. Anyway, more expensive that's that's my beer.
1: that's my soapbox. But again, it was awesome seeing both of them. Just try everything, and again, even if they didn't like it, the they loved the experience of the beer vent box. And Joe so much
0: tried fun. to Joe tried to tell us that. He was not intentionally waking Car- Caroline up from We all know the truth. Asleep
1: we know the truth.
0: To record. However, then Caroline echoed the fact that she told him, Yes, wake me up so that we can Before record you go. Ap- go. Oh. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Last Christmas. Oh, all right, my anyways. So she then asked him to wake her up. So that she could do these sure, episodes, sure, and I'm sure she only said that because Joe told her she had to say that.
1: True that, Caroline. We see you, and we're so glad that
0: Caroline, you, you did have her number, right?
1: You do. She she knows how to get a hold of us. Day twenty four was from six, sixth Sense Brewing. I'm I am so done. Uh, it was a coffee, an imperial coffee brown ale. So
0: done off a non-alcohol off a beer.
1: non-alcoholic beer. Well, Let's go. I mean. I mean, again, this episode was... It's fun. It, it was no, fun. It was, it it was, was like fun. the other And, and what,
0: you, what you find out is that uh, Joe doesn't love most beer styles. I mean, mm-hmm. through the 25 days of beer event, what you find out is Joe will drink just about anything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: doesn't love most beer styles, and then but he's also... he's willing to try. He's willing now. to try yeah. everything, yeah. and he doesn't love non-alcoholic beer. And That's fine. you know, it, it, I would just say to Joe, look it can be it can be your best third beer of the night mm-hmm. or it can be your best fourth or last beer of the night i'm right, like don't right. don't don't be uh, don't be closed minded to a non-alcoholic beer especially a non-alcoholic beer from that company because it was probably done pretty well yeah and so you you can you cannot be happy that on festivus you got a non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beer uh, but it's just because you don't recognize all these. The uh, hilarity
1: of getting that the, on The festivals. hilarity <laughs> of, of it.
0: it I great. feel like it, if you can appreciate the, the, the conjoining aspect of it. Yes. Then you would get it and you understand, hey, that's the deal. Right. And I feel like boom, boom. Caroline, she got it. Oh,
1: she got it. She got it. She hundred percent got it. And yes.
0: she tried to talk, talk Joe down from the ledge and Joe was like, nah, I just don't maybe, like it.
1: Maybe next year and you know, this is to higher gravity, I mean and this would add work to what they already do for beer vent. But maybe on the days that coincide with a festival, pastry day, festivus, that type of thing, just put like maybe tape to the can, bottle, whatever it is, just a small piece of paper that just says like happy pastry day, happy main day, happy festivus. And that's all you say. And when someone opens one of these up and goes, what is this for? They see something that says happy pastry day, or in this case, happy pasty day, correct. Thank you for, for, for correcting me there. Like for Festivus, if you see something that says Happy Festivus, someone's going to look at that and go, okay, well, what the hell's Festivus? Boom. Then they can look it up and go, oh, yeah. I get it now. I don't think it's necessary, but maybe. I don't know. Just a thought. Um, done with Craft Parenting Pod. Again, there's just not. Yeah, I'm done with that. Oh, <laughs> we're done with that. Uh, Bye. It's fun. Listen to it. Last one that we have for tonight is hustle and brews with Matt Damaris, episode twenty-one with Chad Wheeland of Wheeland Lawn Care. And
0: uh, Matt's a hustler, baby. True, dat.
1: The reason this is a kind of mini recap is they recorded at Little Miami Brewing. They did talk a bit about what they were drinking and kind of how they were. Unintentionally put into a commercial while they were there, which was absolutely Pretty hilarious. Cool. They
0: got they got some pizza, they so, got some swag. Listen to yeah, that,
1: yeah, yeah. Got some beer, uh, but but the main part of the episode really isn't Cincinnati craft beer related, so it's not going to be as in depth of a of a recap as other so, shows.
0: So. Um the structure of the podcast is uh, Matt Damaris, the Cincy Bruce Traveler. He's a hustler baby. Uh, he has uh, many hats, wears mm-hmm. many hats, and he gets together with a local entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and he did uh, in this episode. Now, what's interesting is that he got together with a entrepreneur who was beginning their entrepreneurship uh, at the age of, what, 49, 50 yeah. years old? yeah. Um, Never too late to start. It's not, and so uh, they got together, and and um, of course, of course, he's known this person for a long time. Like who doesn't he know, and who doesn't he know for a long time? Uh, But anyway, uh, they do touch on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Starting the how he, it's so weird. There's so many different things. He was a a musician that Mm -hmm. traveled. He was a a musician. Like
1: almost every business out there, a musician who
0: started started being a musician at like eight years old, and his father was an entrepreneur or or a musician. And then, you know, whiny pass and turns and and
1: and, backstage with the Doobie Brothers. Oh, Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald. Yeah, Michael
0: McDonald. It is so is so interesting. You know, the conversation, and you think it's going to end. And then it doesn't, and you think it's going to end, and then it doesn't, yeah. and you think it's going to end. But it always and then it gets doesn't. more
1: interesting, which exactly. was crazy about this exactly. episode. and
0: um, then yes, and and so there is a real business that they're talking mm, about, absolutely. but it's just in the. Uh, this was uh, it's it's tape back old lawn in lawn now. eight March?
1: months ago, March I believe, yeah,
0: March. So uh, he's
1: had a full season of lawn care to see how this business is going. Right, yes. and so
0: and the two of us. Have very, very um, strong opinions. On strong lawn opinions care. on lawn care. Yeah, and, I'm gonna
1: look this guy up.
0: And if if down. you don't if you don't know what our opinions are, you can go back <laughs> and listen to previous episodes. But
1: to and just do a uh, couple of touch points on yes, this episode yeah. and then, and then like, wrap this
0: up yeah a couple of touch points wrap it up because uh, it really wasn't about beer but no. but they
1: definitely were talking about drinking on the show for sure but that wasn't really the focus or even a main part of the episode which is why this is just a quicker recap incredibly yeah. fun episode that you uh, definitely need to listen for little these miami reasons, brewing little miami some of the reasons that I have in my notes, which probably mirror yours pretty closely, for why I you need. I see how help. many
0: bullet points you have. Yes. I see how many I have. Looks very close.
1: Okay, so some of the reasons to listen to episode twenty-one of Hustle and Bruise, Chad's why. His why is happiness, and the way that they dive yes. into that is amazing. Like it, it just warms me to know that. He in is in a French this.
0: accent, it would be happiness.
1: Did you just say a penis?
0: No, I said happiness in a French uh, accent.
1: Oh, okay. My bad. My yeah. My bad, bad. Uh, Let's see. One of the other touch points were uh, talking about the things that they were drinking. Chad was drinking uh, vodka and cranberry, which is pretty cool because, again, Little Miami has... It's not a full bar, but it is a limited bar for people that don't want beer. Matt was drinking beer made with actual piñatas.
0: Yeah, the piñata. The piñata So beer. the piñata... They did not say how many piñatas were harmed in the making of this beer. However, there were piñatas.
1: Correct. Uh, Let's see. Matt is all about the lawn stripes, and so is yeah. So that was really interesting. No,
0: honestly, this this is where I'm gonna stop you, Julie. Okay. So anybody in the sound of our voice who wants the lawn stripes. You need to go and 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 get into that segment of the podcast. And if if you if you are a you get excited
1: about that the way that we did
0: if you get excited about lawn stripes, just Mm -hmm. dig into that and just Mm -hmm. know, like contact either uh, Bruce Traveler or Chad. Chad, tell them how much you appreciate about these lawn stripes because. Uh, I I don't I, I have a pro- professional as do you 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 have uh, we have professionals cut our lawn. I don't care if it's in circles stripes uh, I don't care if it looks like um, in crop circles uh, I just need I'm it only to painting, but I yes. I need it to like Monet mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Monet in the front yard or anything yep. I don't need any of that shit I need it to be. <laughs> Short. That's what I need, I need it to be short. I need it to be cut. Uh, but if you need the stripes, uh, listen Sticking to this, podcast. this episode.
1: Last note that I think we both have. Definitely listen to this episode to find out all about the sticker sensation. Yes, sticker Holy sensation. Cow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, hopefully, maybe one day we can be such a sensation.
1: Yeah, hey, maybe Sticker Mule will sponsor us. Maybe you never know.
0: You never knew. That's all that
1: I had. Anything else for you?
0: No, Julie. We got to right. get out of here.
1: Let's wrap this shit up, Marco. Have an amazing time tomorrow judging the hair competition. I mean, thank you, between, thank you very much. I don't know. I don't know all the competitors, but between. A teacher named Joe and Andy McLeese, you're going to have a hard decision to make. I don't think yeah. who else is showing up. you know, up, I,
0: I was honored to be asked, and I understand yeah. why I was asked because, I mean, really, I mean, look at your you know. hair.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the best is going to judge the best. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. All okay. right. Well,
1: if that's all we have, if you liked what we did tonight, um, I know this was a slightly different than some of our other episodes. Let us know. You can like, review, subscribe, share, comment, follow, friend, I don't know, all the different things on all your favorite podcatchers. We are on social media. We are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere. All of our episodes are also on YouTube, youtube.com YouTube slash at Truth Beer Pod. And we have a Patreon account. You can go to Truth Beer, I'm sorry, you can go to patreon.com slash Truth Beer pod or you can go to just truthbeerpod.com that has links to all of our social media as well as a link to our Patreon and to our coffee site where you can send us a one-time donation if you don't want to subscribe We have a couple ideas for some new Patreon bonus content uh, that we want to put up at the beginning of the year for our amazing, amazing Patreon sponsors. And in the honor of transparency, uh, with the money we're getting from Patreon, I think we're going to go ahead and be able to do a subscription for better audio and video editing software to try to make my life a little easier week after week and with that we can hopefully do more video content um we're still trying to figure out the facebook live stuff so that'll also be happening in the new year and fucking hell marco what are you going to be doing next tuesday
0: julie my plan is to get together with you and to talk about all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts
1: from this week. Sounds excellent. Have a great one, and Happy New Year, Marco. Happy
0: New Year, Julia. Cheers. Cheers.